Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Reagan Genschieski, bringing you all things Hillsdale Charger sports. We are now joined in studio by another special guest here. We have Brian Hackman Jr. on the tennis team. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for inviting me, Marty. Um, first, uh, we're going to come out and say it. We're very jealous, Reagan and I are, that you get to play your sport this fall um, just, just give us a couple words on how excited you were to find out that you were still be going to be able to compete here, uh, in the fall semester. Yeah. I mean, it was such a long time since I, since, I mean, the last time I competed was in March and, uh, so I guess I was a little concerned about being rusty and keep my head steady, but to be able to play and, uh, to see where my level was at was really, really exciting. Did you did you have a lot of doubts coming, you know, into the fall that you know you wouldn't get any matches in? You weren't really sure what was going to happen. Like, how did you kind of prepare yourself mentally and physically going in, um, you know, to August when you guys returned? Uh, I mean, I just assumed that that we were going to play, and I trained a lot over the summer, so I was definitely um, ready to go. And I mean, I figured we were outside. Tennis is pretty socially distanced. Um, so I, I figured that we were going to be able to play. And let's take it back. So tennis is a spring sport to March when you found out that the season was canceled. Uh, you guys were on spring break, correct? Yep. Spring break. Do you want to just take me through that day where you guys found out, you know, you're going home, no more games. Yeah, it was. So we got there. We, we kind of, there was some stuff circling, um, and we played two or three matches we won a couple of them we played a florida southern something like a top 10 top 15 school and like kind of got trashed <laughs> by them and then we were supposed to play st leo the next day which is like they're like top five which i mean it's just like a i played them um my freshman year and it was just like really exciting to be able to push myself to that next level and see how i would compete against someone that's you know, obviously a bit better than me. Um, so it was the night before we were supposed to play them and my coach let us know that, yeah, we're, I mean, we're going to stay for a few more days and then fly back as we're, as planned. But yeah, the match was canceled. And what was the reaction from your teammates when you got that news from your coach? Um, I, I don't remember at the time if it was the, we knew that it was just that match that we weren't playing or if it was the whole season that was canceled. I think it was, I, th I think it was just the match, but we figured that it was probably going to end up being the whole season. Um, I, I guess we were excited to just like chill out because we mm -hmm. knew we were going to lose that one. But um, we were all definitely disappointed to, that we didn't get to prove ourselves against a, a top team like that. And you had um, seniors on the team. And how did you feel for them? You know, their season was cut short and none of them came back, correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, Charlie was the only one that was thinking about coming back, but he ended up, he's in med school. Um, so he decided to stick with that. Um, so they were the captains, um, Julian and, and Michael Zabo. And, uh, I mean, I felt terrible for them that they worked all these, all these years, got to be captains. Um, they were playing really well, winning season. We we're super excited to hopefully make it to the regional NCAA tournament. And I guess when I found out the 
just the one match on spring break was canceled. It wasn't a big deal, but when we found out that the whole season was gone, I mean, I yeah, I couldn't even imagine. Talking to Brian Hackman here on Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Um, Brian, let's talk. Let's get in a little bit of the logistics as regarding tennis. Like for you, was tennis always something that you wanted to do growing up? Like how did kind of tennis become a part of your life? So I played baseball, soccer, basketball, um, and tennis growing up. And I was always super competitive, hated losing. And I didn't, I wasn't exceptionally better at tennis, really. I was probably a little bit better at baseball. But, I mean, what turned me towards tennis was relying on my, my teammates in those other sports and and being let down or seeing that I'm, like, working harder than them. And then we lose because – and I could do nothing about it. And just being able to be myself. Control your own fate kind of thing? Yeah, just – I lose. It's my fault. I know what I need to work on. But just being able to feel like I earned the win or I deserve to lose is just – better better closure for me so brian not a big not a big team guy i'm just kidding <laughs> no but that's uh, so for you does that mean that you like playing singles more than you like playing doubles um i guess when you only have one teammate in doubles like it's pretty obvious i mean if they don't play well it's going to be pretty clear and you can you can overcome that but i like singles and doubles equally i don't yeah who's your who's your doubles partner right now Right now so it's know? Brennan, yeah. Okay. And he's a freshman, correct? Yeah. Um obviously his his sister both of you guys' sisters play on on the women's tennis team, but you know, being able to have him come in and, and perform so well and being, you know, one of the top singles players and obviously, you know, top doubles with you, you know, how impressive has, has it been to see him kind of kinda of grow so far this season? It's been amazing. I can't say enough uh, good things about him. And it's really cool that Sarah, my twin sister and, and Brennan's older sister Hannah are, are doubles partners mm-hmm. and and we're doubles partners we were playing at the same site at uh Indy um this past weekend and like a couple courts over two brother sister teams like making it through to the pretty far in the tournament was I mean it's crazy but what was what was that like I mean obviously you know you wanted to be with your twin you've always been with your twin but being able to go to the same college and play the same sport where you know, on Saturdays, you guys are able to be right across the court from each other. Like, how special is that to have your sister here with you? Yeah, I mean, it. it's easy to take it for granted. It's just kind of like my life now. But when I think about it, when I think about reflecting on that, like, 10 years from now, I mean, it's just a, it's an amazing experience. We've always obviously played the same sport and been to the same tennis club training. I mean, we've just always been around each other and we're super close. So definitely really lucky. And I have been dying to know this story because you guys, you're both here together. You signed together. Can you just tell me how did that happen? How did you guys both decide to go to the same college and both, you know, Mm -hmm. sign to play college athletics together? Right. So um, Sarah, I think, I don't know if she reached out to Coach Nikki first or if Coach Nikki reached out to her, I think. But she was the one that first was uh, in contact with Hillsdale and she was a little bit better rated recruit than I was. Um, you're going to admit that you're going to admit oh, your yeah. sister is better than you. Wow. My brother never would have done that. I mean, she, I thought you're, I thought you were at least going to give her the smarts. I didn't think you were going to yeah. just give her a give over the, the talent wise when it comes to tennis. No, I mean, she started playing number one or number two, right, right off the bat when she, when she got here. So yeah. So she started talking to coach Nikki. I think she had her official visit and I just kind of like tagged along. <laughs> and then I started mm-hmm. Talk, talking to my coach and 
yeah, I mean, it all really fell into place. And my family, my grandparents knew about the school, so they were really excited when we saw that the athletics were a good match for for us because I was kind of considering looking at bigger schools and, like, probably not playing tennis or maybe walking on and then just finding Hillsdale with the perfect athletic um, athletic opportunity was awesome. And you so you guys have had the opportunity. You played a – um, GMAC kind of special here, and then you went to Indy. Do you want to take us through those, and how did those go? So um, we had the similar same teams at, that we brought here um, as last year with Tiffin, Finley, and Walsh. Um, and a couple of those teams, similar to us, were missing international guys that had troubles getting back. Um, so I guess I was a little bit intimidated jumping from playing four last year to playing two, but I knew I was going to have a little bit of a easier um, start with maybe not playing their their actual number two. Uh, but I mean, I felt very prepared. We had awesome practices. The the freshmen, I mean, they're like, I would say they're some of the hardest working guys that I've, I mean, ever like trained with. So they really got me prepared, having to, you know, be a leader and and just like prove myself around them that like I'd. I'm sure I was here, but I also deserve the spot that I'm at. So they really, I mean, we all push each other. So we were all really excited to, to compete. And I mean, we all did really well at home. And then that kind of carried well into the um, regional championships The at Indy. Um, uh, Tyler, he played a guy that I think has been from Indy that, um, has played like one or two for them in the past, like top five in the region. And Tyler like just played lights out. Um, and he took a set off of him, ended up losing in a 10 point tie break, which I'm not a big fan of compared to a full third set. Cause you don't, I mean, you, you get lose a couple points and all of a sudden it's like over. So, um, and then Daniel also, um, played a, another like number one I think for um southern Indiana or um Illinois Springfield one of the two and he um just like really really proved himself and was competing with guys that are top in the region so I mean coach was really happy about that talking to Brian Hackman here on Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM uh Brian let's get into some some more of the details regarding just playing the sport of tennis um do you do you say love? <laughs> definitely love. Okay. Um, also, definitely hate at times, but mostly love. <laughs> mostly love. Spread the love. Okay. Um, I just it's always baffled me the scoring and yeah. why it why it is the way it is. Like, can you explain that to me? Like, why why do you go why do you automatically get fifteen points and then thirty and then forty and then advantage? I I'm sure I've read the the story of how it the happened history at, of tennis at one point but honestly i i don't even think about it anymore but I, just the way it is yeah it's just the way it is okay the other thing about the other thing about tennis that i find um interesting and unique is the grunting uh are you a grunter no definitely not uh, why 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 are you not a grunter um i guess seeing people and juniors like some 13 year old like boy or girl like screaming when they hit the ball for a for a junior 
athletics event. I just thought it was ridiculous. So it is kind of ridiculous. Like I don't understand some of the noises, it, and then professionally. Like, yeah, I don't know the pros are. I it's, mean, they're the worst. It's like it, it's terrible. I will My ears say, start to bleed. I will say it. It sort of helps with with timing. Um, and I would say and how like, how how does that help with timing? I guess if you think of it, um, like a pitcher or like any other sport where you would kind of like time your breathing, or like batting, I. I would assume you have some sort of like breathing that you Are time. you telling me to grunt when I hit the ball? You think that's going to help me? I do have a timing issue, but <sighs> I, I, guess, I guess I time. I do hold my breath okay. and let it out when I hit the ball. Right. Um, so that's kind of what I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess the, maybe the grunting just takes it to another level of, of timing. I don't know. I, I have like the worst like breathing tendencies when I play sports. Like okay. I, I have a really hard time breathing on my nose. Yeah. So then it's just all out of my mouth, like I'm a mouth breather. That's not shocking to some people, but <laughs> seriously, I, I I make some weird noises, and I feel like if I play tennis like intensely and I could you know, see competitively, that. like I would definitely oh, be yeah. grunting. I mean, when you like hit someone, truck someone, you'd definitely let out some sort of grunt or something, right? right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, if you're if you're putting all your might into the ball, although the pros like, I mean, they've probably hit like. 100,000 more balls than me in, in their life and it's just like drilled into their the ones that do grunt it's probably just like drilled into their skull but some I, I'll see them like hit a like a finesse volley where they're just like only moving their wrists and they like still will do it I mean yeah it's kind of ridiculous um do you watch like professional tennis to kind of you know pick up on some things like do you do you sit down or do you just kind of watch it leisurely um, so growing up, actually, my grandparents would take my family out to a pro tournament in Palm Springs, Ooh. um, it, like a big, like required, super important tournament. It wasn't just like a, some of the pros were there, like All the whole, yeah, wow. the whole crew. So, and they would let us, um, they would buy us like really nice seats. So I got to see like Federer and Nadal. I mean, everyone. Wait, I wanted to ask you this though, before you continue, Federer or Nadal? <laughs> um, Federer. Okay, cool. Yeah. What about uh, what about the is it is it Serbian Djokovic? Yeah. yeah, the Joker. Yeah. Um, I guess my game would be most similar to, actually, probably most similar to Nadal's. Ooh. It like how like I like I'm, like is that mean like you're just more, forehand for, forehand okay forehand favorite, high over the net heavy spin, um. Yeah. See, that's that's something that I just don't pick up on right away when watching tennis, like just how different how different approaches you can take to a ball. Oh, you know, yeah. And just like, you know, the how grips. Hit this, right. Yeah. The grip, like how you hold a racket. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Wow. They do not teach you any of that in Wii tennis. <laughs> you just hit it. I'm, I'm pretty good. I would like to play you in Wii tennis sometime, but I like the same thing goes over my head with all the different spins. Are you good at Wii tennis, Brian? I haven't played in a while, but not really. I mean, I would I would lose to my friends that don't even play tennis. You'd lose to me, um, <laughs> probably. No, so you, so you get to go to those those tournaments, and is that kind of what at first definitely sparked your love for the sport? You think being able to have that opportunity to go? So your your family's always been about tennis, clearly, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I guess that's not what the the competition and the individual absolutely. part was. What first like made me kind of like shedding off the other the other sports but yeah just to be able to I mean I guess this isn't this isn't particular to tennis but just improving and then 
you know, you lose and then show up to another tournament and see what difference it made. What's the, what's the coolest match you've ever witnessed in person? Like, who was it? Who v. who? Um, I mean, I got to Andy see... Andy Murray? Have you seen Andy Murray or what? I got to see the final um, of... I have seen Andy Murray. I got to see the final of um, Del Potro, who's one of my... He's a Argentine guy um, against Federer in the, in the final of Palm Springs. That was one of my... Definitely one of my favorite matches. Did Federer pull it out? No, Del Potro. Won. Really? Yeah. I don't even know if I've heard of that guy. Yeah. Um, he is one of the only players in the in the glory of Federer, Nadal, Djokovic. And you look at like the chart of who's won all the majors, the Australian, French, U.S., and Wimbledon. I mean, it's just like those three guys all over it. And um, Del Potro won the U.S. Open in '09. Like just. I mean, he was seated pretty high, but he played Federer in the final, and he and he beat him in five sets. Unbelievable! That's crazy. Um, I, and that's another thing. I don't know how in the pros, the men, they in the majors, they play um, best of five sets. So some of these matches are like five hours long. Well, that's that's like normal. But remember, there was like that one match. Was at Wimbledon that yeah, went on for like three days. Yeah. So that was. Um, John Isner, an American guy. He's yeah, like, it was he's like, like twenty. Six, he's like six ten. It was like twenty ten or something like that. Yeah, and the grass, the ball moves so quick on the grass, it skids. So it's, I mean, it's virtually impossible to return his serve coming 130, 140 miles per hour, skidding at you on the grass. So that's why it went so long. It's just you can't break him. Another guy got his mahout. I think I I don't know what country he's from, but like he had a good serve too. So just. We've had this debate, you know, among a lot of people, but just the athletes that these these guys have to be, uh, I don't think is always like really appreciated by you know just the world and sport of sports in general. I mean, these guys are tanks. Yeah. You know, the the ability to go out there for five hours, run around. I mean, you're exhausted. I mean, just think about. I mean, the same motions over and over again right. with your arm. I mean, how tired you're gonna be. It's quite impressive. Yeah. So, the one thing that I can appreciate is when I get into a third set for whatever my fitness level is. And when you get tired, you're, you're not going to have the same technique. So you're, you're not going to bend your legs as much. Right. You're going to start like pulling off the ball. You're not going to like keep your head through and it, you just start making these mistakes. And so you're already, your mental game is already taking a hit when you're tired. And then the physical side of things, cause you're tired. It's, it's very easy to get lazy. Um, so I, when they, when they're out there for four or five hours and they're still, putting like having 20 30 ball rallies and not like shanking it as i'm sure i would i mean that that just amazes me uh, i think this is an important question that we need to ask as we uh you know come down to a close here on this interview on radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm how many rackets have you broken out of frustration <laughs> um so obviously my parents would be the ones um funding the rackets all Ooh. through through growing up um, so they would, I mean, they would, they would discipline me just for like, you know, freaking out when I would lose, not like smashing rackets, but they always wanted to, if you were pouting or something. Yeah, pretty much. Like they would, they were very much, if they're going to have a, have an athlete, they wanted me to be not just respectful, but like, um, just have like grace, I guess, while I play and just look like a, like a gentleman. And I'm not, I'm not really that way i guess when i play so 
it was always a it was always a battle going back and forth where like yeah i would just like scream when i would lose and freak out and they would be like all right you need a i think you need next weekend off from tournaments buddy like wow. yeah it, it was a little bit a little bit back and forth there but so you've never broken a racket out of frustration no nice i've definitely for you. definitely like because the only way you can really break it is if you like hold it and just like Smash it. Smash it into the ground. Right. Which we've seen people do professionally. Oh, yeah. I mean, they get so angry. Right. But for them, they don't like they don't pay for their rackets. So. Um, you do let out as I, I've seen you scrimmage, I'm excited to see you. You guys played this weekend, correct? This past weekend? They're oh we're done. Yeah, we're done. You guys are done. The girls the girls are supposed to play this weekend. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Did you not read all the news releases before we came here? Well well, I knew that they played this weekend. I thought that you guys had one more next weekend. No, that's the girls. That's it then. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So you don't have to like worry about what's going on with all this COVID stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, shoot. But I do know when I saw you when I got to see you play a little bit in practice that you would let out a couple. Let's go. Let's oh go. yeah. Right. You know if you got a point or something like that. Like is like that's that's okay, right? You can do that stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm definitely the loudest guy on my team as far as just um, cheering and let's go, come on. I'll you like that i mean <laughs> i really i try i try to use it to my advantage Kirk Cousins, to, you like that yeah that's, exactly okay that's yeah that's what try that's to, from you try to fire the your opponent out you anger them you oh know? yeah I, try to, I try to get in their head i i like to i like to entice you know the pitcher or the other team's dugout you try to get yeah, a reaction out fun, of them yeah as soon as you get in their head it's game over you oh know yeah that. absolutely well brian we are out of time but uh we want to thank you so much for joining us and uh so congratulations on a good good fall ball and excited to see what you guys can do in the spring. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.